back door. What a save! Kobe Grant! Oh man! A game saver! Maxi, his shot, he scores! Welcome to the Code Rick Show. This broadcast is brought to you by Mervs for all the good stuff. Rumors, Skate and Snow, and the Swan Valley Star and Times for all your local news. Welcome back after we took a little bit of a hiatus last week due to some, uh, well, weird scheduling that uh, we both seem to kind of run into. We're back for episode 18 of the Code Rick Show podcast, and uh, boy, did we ever have a lot to talk about. A lot, of, talk. a lot of ketchup and vinegar. Yeah. Ketchup and vinegar. Yeah. Ketchup is in vinegar. Vinegar is in ketchup, so it tastes delicious. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say here. I never tried it. What? You don't like ketchup? I know. Not really. What? Same with vinegar. But even though I I eat salt and vinegar chips all the time. You don't eat ketchup? No. You might be the first person I know that doesn't eat ketchup. Yeah, I just don't like ketchup. Are you like the mustard on the pretzels guy too? No, I hate mustard. I hate mustard too. I don't hate such a strong word. I don't like. You dislike I mustard dislike. so much that you won't even eat it. Same with relish. Don't like relish. Okay, uh, I will agree with that. I, if you want a pickle, eat a pickle. Yeah. You don't need to mash it up and put it with a bunch of other exactly, ingredients exactly. to spread it all over the. And you're gonna have the same thing anyway. Yeah, Just that's right. Eat a bloody pickle. <laughs> yeah. We could talk about food all night here. We could. We yeah. could, but we're not going to. Um, so, welcome back. Uh, you, me, uh, the studio. It smells good in here. It's nicely cleaned. We yep. just had a nice little snack before mm-hmm. we came on the air, so yep. our good friends down the street over there uh, gave us a, a nice $20 meal, yep. and we shared it, and uh, we thanked them for that, because I think it was a bit of a deal. I think we got more than uh, the 20-piece. Yeah, maybe like <laughs> a 25-piece, maybe? I think it was. Yeah. I honestly do. So anyway, we are uh, ready to rock and roll. So uh, let's sp- uh, explain maybe why we, we, we had the break. You were busy. I was busy. Uh, had a little bit of a, 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 some moving coming up. I had to uh, pick up another job uh, for a, a friend who is out of town at the moment. So we had to finish up on that. We had a bunch of Stampeder games last week. You had the high school. You had provincials. It just uh, really wasn't a really good week. So let's start off with the rundown of the Tigers. So, so yeah. if you want to go back a couple of weeks and work your way through that, I'm fine with that because let's do a little bit of a catch-up here. All right, well... End of the year, regular season happened. Uh, we played our final game of the year. It was against Boys of Insurus. Big win over that, er, uh, against them. Yep. Uh, 5-2. Um, not much I could say. It's the last game of the year. It's the, it sets the tone before playoffs. But did that change anything, um, I guess, maybe in the standings at all? Uh, no, not really. Uh, just solidified our chances at third place. So, um, Anyways, going into playoffs, we had a little bit of a best of three series with the Vincent Massey Vikings. Right. Uh, game one was on Thursday. It had a great turnout of fans. It was very loud in there, as we like to see. Um, I watched it from afar. Yeah. You said, what was it, 54 viewers or 59 yeah. viewers or something? Something like that. And it you was, called it out. You said that's the, the season high. The season high of viewers in a playoff game. Of course, it was mostly Brandon people, but still, it's a season high. Uh, one game one, five to three. It was a great game. Uh, we were down 3-2 in the second period. Going into the third, score three straight. Then game two was played on Saturday <clears throat> in Brandon at the Enns Brothers Arena. Right. At the Keystone Center. Um, I think the Brandon Sportsplex was tempor- temporarily shut down uh, due to safety issues. I'm not sure uh, completely why, um, but we ended up playing in Enns. I didn't go because I was working in the U11 Provincials, which I will get to here in a minute. <laughs> yeah. um, There's lots. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, Tigers... Back and forth game, game two um, was 1-1-1, 2-2, 3-3, 4-4, and then it ended 5-4 with just 17 seconds remaining in regulation. Bailey Hunt, the winner. Uh, it was a great game I was watching from at home, and uh, I didn't stop uh, didn't stop yelling, basically. It was a great <laughs> game. I was on my toes the whole time. So Now we're playing the Dolphin Clippers in the second round, and we'll try and book our ticket to the finals here. If and game two, yeah, game one's done. So game yeah. two is uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Let me look at a calendar. Yeah. Yes, today. Tomorrow. Yeah, no. T- t- yeah, no. That's uh, today. Yeah. Just today, yeah, actually. Today. Yes, today. So make sure you go out and cheer on uh, the Tigers in game two. They're gonna need it. Mm-hmm. You know, Dolphins always a good rivalry there, and why not play them in the playoffs? Yeah. You know what? It just matches up so perfectly. 
the 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 head bunts the you know in in in, in powerhouses. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. But uh, no, I I was watching that game uh, in Swan with uh, you announcing and. Uh, it it was pretty wild. I got I I'm, I'm like I even got nervous. I'm just like, yeah. oh no, yeah. Uh, yeah. this might not go our way yeah. here tonight. And yeah. then they rattle off three, and the third was a Mr. Burkhart. Burkhart got it, one. Yeah, um, Conry Quill tied the game at three, and then uh, I can't remember who scored the or Jack Mullen scored yep. the fourth goal, which yep. was a seeing eye shot from the point. It's just beauty. Yeah, it's a beauty. And yeah, and then you guys just kind of rolled on from there. So you know, it, it, it's kind of nice to uh, you know go two and zero and have a little bit of a break. But there's not much of a break nope. because if you guys would have lost the game on Saturday in Brandon, you would end up playing Sunday the next day. The next day in Swan. In Swan, and then you would have had to start against Dauphin early that week. Yeah. Uh, well, this week, aka, yeah. to go again. So it's it's nice. To finish him off early. So yeah. 17 seconds, I asked one of the assistant coaches there, and he said he almost puked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The nerves were going, hey. <laughs> so, no, that's awesome. So, on to round uh, two. Uh, well, I guess in round two right now uh, for the Tigers. So, good on uh, good on you guys there. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the gold medal game of this U11 Hockey Manitoba Rural A Provincials. Between the Swan Valley Stampeders and the Dolphin Kings, this should be a good one, so buckle your seatbelts. It's going to be a wild ride. Uh, so let's talk about the Provincials. Let's talk about maybe why you weren't uh, with the Tigers uh, back on, what was that, Saturday? Saturday, yeah. Saturday night in, in Brandon. And uh, we, well, you heard on the Code Rick show for yeah. a couple of weeks there. Yeah. It was uh, the U11 Provincials, and they hired you. Yeah, uh, it was... A, kind of a three-month wait for me. Uh, I was talking with Sharice uh, Forberton about it, and she asked me to do that. And, well, it was, I guess it was most Kristen Harness who came to me first and uh, to do the provincial play-by-play on for Facebook Live, and I did play-by-play for every single game, 17 games That's it was. Nuts, man. So... That's you gotta be like you yeah. gotta be given like the the warrior. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever known anybody to do seventeen straight games. Dane Anderson in his shot, he scores. I said to myself going into day one, man, I gotta remember all these names. And I guess after game one, I just clicked and knew every single name. I didn't forget one. So it took me a while then to get the right pronunciation, but uh, it was uh, it was uh, Rivers Jets that had the two different jerseys yeah. with the two different uh, numbers. Mm-hmm. It was uh, messing up the PA announcer. He's like, "Oh, I gotta flip this over because they're wearing the whites today." Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was pretty wild, but uh, that was an amazing tournament yeah. uh, put on by a group of amazing people. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, well run. Um, you know what, and, and me being an outsider, you know, I've been, I've been around provincials and hockey for well, most of my life. That's growing up in Saskatchewan. Um, we'll get to that in a moment too. I want to yeah. talk a little bit about the difference be, between provincials. So remind me of that. But this was probably the, the best parent wise, no screaming, no yelling, no swearing at the refs. I'm just like, this is very, uh, uh, very respectable yeah. by all. And I, I thought it was well done. Yeah. And I was only there for part of Sunday. I, yeah. I and that's agree. the finals. Yeah. That's championship Sunday. So you know what? All that really, yeah. you know, the tired parents get out. Okay, let's just get home. Yeah. Uh, but no, it, there was none of that. It was very respectable. Yeah, being there, it was actually, it was, it was pretty good. Um, I thought, of course, Swan kind of dominated that whole tournament. But, like, the roughing was very good, I thought, in my mind. A um, couple parents. I heard a couple yells, but not a whole lot to say that no. it was bad. No. Um, yeah, it was pretty well-respected all, all around. Well done. And, of course, the team that we call the Wagon, the Wagon team, yeah. the U11s, went on to win the entire thing. They never lost the game. Um, I don't even ever think they lost by single digits at one point. You know, and, and kudos to them to, you know, like... When the score gets a little high, things can get a little heated out there. Yeah. And it didn't really look like Swan was out there to thump any of these kids. No. They were just out there to play hockey, yeah. play, have some fun, mm-hmm. get the game over with, and move on. And, yeah. then, you know, I, I like I said, I respect that. So Trevor and uh, Mr. Rooks, I can't remember his Jordan. first name. Jordan. Jordan um, they have won 
Hell of a team. Hell of a team, yeah. They're so, I, I don't know. That might go down in history. I think they've only lost, what, four games, and those mm. were in, like, double-A tournaments? Yeah, yeah. Come so. on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those, those guys deserve coming, a yeah. medal. Yeah. yeah. So do those kids. My goodness. So, anyway, uh, what we want to say is congratulations to the U11s. Uh, we don't want to forget the U, uh, U15s. U15s. They yeah. also won. Yep. Yeah. They won. Provincial gold. I think their semifinal game... They scored with .9 left in the third period to send them to the gold medal game. Yeah. And then a gold medal game came right down to the wire. Minute 56 left in the third. Ben Poole with the game winner. And then Jason Martin put it away at the empty netter. So it was pretty great to see that a U15 team win back-to-back gold medals in provincials. So It's pretty awesome, yeah. to, to be honest. You know, yeah. and, and you look through sports... And teams uh, throughout the years, there's not very uh, many towns that can say that two teams from the same town win provincial gold every yeah, year. Yeah. So how many more? So congratulations to the U15s, the U11s, uh, one home, one away, both gold provincials. So mm-hmm. good on you. Now, I, I, I said I didn't want to forget this, and I, I don't want to forget it, so I'm going to bring it up. I grew up in Saskatchewan, so there's a huge difference. This is going to segue us over to the Axemen. In Saskatchewan, your provincials are run on a uh, three-game series, yeah. mini-series. It used to be two-game total point. Then they changed it to three-game because your first game, it was 9 nothing. The team wouldn't come back for the second game. They would forfeit. So two-game total points, you're already down by nine, right? So yeah. they forfeit. They always forfeit. So they turned them into like a three-game tournament or um, series. And now that hurts when it comes to the Axemen mm-hmm. trying to get playoffs done. Yeah. Um, so I've kind of been following my, my hometown team, the Macklin Mohawks there. Give them a big shout out. Uh, I still don't know why they're called that and, <laughs> and how they're allowed to be called that. Yeah. So I'm not going to get into that right now, but we'll move on. Um, but yeah, they ended up losing out of provincials because they had played like seven or eight games in like two weeks. It's ridiculous on really? weekends. It's like Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday. It's ridiculous. Wow. So turning over to the Axemen, um, of course, they ended up playing two weekday games in Theodore, yeah, and one weekend game in Minnetonas. Um, so now you're looking at uh, that game four back in Minnetonas, and it, it kind of has to be set by the top guys, like they kind of have. Yeah. But they're also in provincials. Yeah. So they're like, okay, no, you can't come, uh, you know, this time, but you can definitely come this time. Yeah. Which is during the week because yeah. they want weekends for provincial. So it kind of screws up a lot of things. Yeah. It yeah. really does. So that's what I'm trying to say here is it screws up a lot of things. Yeah. So I, I I do like provincials mm-hmm. being that three game scenario, but I also love the tournament yeah, because it's one weekend. Mm-hmm. It, you win, you're done, you move on, yeah. and you don't have to worry about it. In Saskatchewan, you could go from Kindersley all the way up to Flimflon just to play yeah. a game yeah, in right. provincials. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So it's wild. So, um, yeah, the Axemen having a second round, I don't know, weird scenario there with, with Theodore, but uh, it's uh, all good stuff. Senior hockey in the Valley, it's it's great for the Valley, especially yeah. when they get that rough and tough stuff going on. Out <laughs> yeah. there. You know, five minutes for firing and stuff. Um, so let's take a little bit of a break here. Uh, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about Stampeders, uh, Kobe Grant, the MJHL, and our bold predictions heading to the playoffs. Merv's is your number one shop for all things electronic. We stock gaming consoles, games, laptops, tablets, two-way radios, Bluetooth speakers, headsets, earbuds, Napoleon fireplaces and barbecues, TVs, cell phones, and so much more. When you think of electronics, think of Merv's in Swan River. Located at 601 Main Street or call 204-734-3252. Merv's, for all the good stuff. When it comes to keeping your precious cargo safe, there's only one place you can trust, Cal Tire. Our friendly staff will ensure your vehicle is properly maintained and give you peace of mind while behind the wheel. We perform a thorough vehicle and tire inspection to ensure your vehicle is safe for the road. Get your vehicle ready for the spring-summer season with a full vehicle inspection, an oil change, or a tire rotation. Call to book your appointment now. Open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. with a 24-hour emergency service. Cal Tire, 201 4th Avenue North, 204-734-4088.
Welcome back to the Code Rick Show with our first guest of this evening and Owen Harris from Owen East Manitoba. How's it going, buddy? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. How about yourself? I'm actually doing fantastic. He's got his voice still, so he. Yeah. Did, so this Rocket Man over here, I think we're gonna get him a championship belt. He did 17 games uh, for the U11 Provincial, back to back to back to back. He called 17 games, and he still has his voice. So I think he did pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully I did. Um, got a couple thank yous, but that was it. That was it. Yeah. Well, we thank you. <laughs> yeah. We thank you. Yeah, no. yeah. I know all the guys like listening to you, so. Well, yeah. that's good to hear. <laughs> 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 Nothing goes to this guy's head at all. Just right over it and keep going, yeah, eh? No, no. <laughs> so, growing up in a small town named Walwanisa, Manitoba, what'd you do? What'd you do in Walwanisa? Uh, well, I mean, we kind of had to get creative. Uh, I mean, there's a river close to my place, so like we always go swimming in the river, tubing down the river, fishing, hunting, kind of just the regular small town stuff that we do. So, were you in town or on the farm? Uh, in town, yeah. In town, yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, I grew up in a small town, probably smaller than yours, and that's about all you could do. Yeah. <laughs> in the winter, you go hunting. In the summer, you just did a little bit of sports. Picked yeah. up hockey or basketball or something to do, and that was it. Didn't have very many friends, so you could all count them on one hand. <laughs> yeah. Can imagine living anywhere else, though. Yeah, yeah. it's a great spot. Yeah, it's great. It really is. You you played a little bit with the Southwest Cougars, the AAA program, uh, before junior. How was that? How was that for you and, and your development moving through the ranks? Uh, I mean, yeah, that program is uh, really good. A lot of good coaches there, too. I think it helped me quite a bit, especially my first year midget there with uh, Dennis McNish. He really pushed me to be a good player and definitely a good person, too. He taught me a lot of things, so, yeah, I'll be grateful for that. So any, any lifelong friends from that uh, that age group? Uh, yeah, for sure, quite a few. Uh, just wanted to mention probably Zach Turner. Me and him are really good buddies, so, yeah. That one will never, that one will never no, fade, no, hey? No, that one will die, that's for sure. <laughs> So, um, your older brother played here. I think everyone knows that. Brian Harris uh, had a hell of a career with Stamps. Um, did you ever? Did you two ever chat about Swan and what would it be like when you both came up here? Uh, I can't say we ever really chatted about it, but uh, after watching him play here and stuff, and it's like, yeah, like Swan's obviously a great place. So obviously, not many brothers get to play for the same junior A team, right? Um, so. Um, what does that mean to you to get to put on the same jersey as your brother did? I mean, yeah, for sure. That's that's pretty cool. So, yeah. Me and him are uh, two different players, though. He's, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little more meat potatoes. He's a little more flash. But, yeah, definitely cool. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you, you got that body checking going yeah. down there. That's for sure. <laughs> no, Brian was a little soft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I... I and, he, and he knows yeah. it, too. Yeah. So. I actually happened this. I think I've seen him fight one time. Yeah. But I've seen you fight way more than he did, so... You both are scary. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. He's just walking down a back alley. I'm not running into the Harris brothers <laughs> at all. You don't... You, there's not another one coming up through the ranks now, is there? No. Nope. <sighs> Could you imagine three Harris brothers? <laughs> one, <Yeah>. six, five. <laughs> this could have been, like, the Hanson brothers. Yeah, yeah. So uh, during uh, his time with the Stamps, did you ever get a chance to come up and, and watch, or were you just too busy with your hockey? Uh, no, I got to come up and watch when they, they made that run there, so that was pretty cool. I remember being in the building here, and I could barely see the ice for how many fans were there, and <laughs> the moose legs chucked on the ice, all that good stuff. That was, that was unreal. So. Yeah, we were filled to capacity yeah. <laughs> uh, a few nights, yeah, that's for sure. You played eight games with the Stamps your first time around. Obviously, that was the year COVID shut it down. Uh, then you went up to the WHL with the Brandon Wee Kings. Uh, what was one thing you noticed right away that separated the two leagues? Uh, I'd say definitely the speed and just kind of the skill. I guess it wouldn't be the skill, I guess. It would more or less be the systems. Well, they always we always talk to the, you know, the, the, the future stamps, as we, we could say. They're talking about uh, AAA coming up to the Stampeders, mm -hmm. like uh, AOT and, and the younger guys this year. And uh, they say at this level, it's the speed. So could you imagine from going from AAA right to the WHL? It's like you're jumping a complete level of hockey. Yeah. And the kids that can do that are very, very talented. And there's, there's only one that I can think of ever doing that when that would be Bedard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to say Bedard, yeah. Well, that's the only one I can think of. Yeah. Did you get to play against him? I did. Did you get to a little oh, scrappy-scrappy with that guy? No. 
<laughs> you probably threw it through my triangle and scored. I'll be honest. Just hung the jock up and went yeah. to the bench. Eh? Yeah. yeah. I guess uh, talking to Stephen Harp about that, and he said that he played against uh, Bedard too, and um, Bedard had a little words to say to him. It's pretty funny. Well, didn't he ask him like if he wanted his autograph? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. beside him. You know who I am? Do you want my autograph? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, I said I should do that when you go to like some uh, marketing meetings. Do you know who I am? Do you want my autograph? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's cocky, but it's fun. Yeah. Uh, no, right. he's, he's he's pretty good. So, so your time with the Brandon Wheat Kings, uh, it was a full season. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that. How was that for, you know, just you as a human being? Great for development, uh, some structure. What was something that you really picked up with the Wee Kings? Um, I'd say just kind of trying to find my role, which kind of going in and starting to the season, I kind of thought things would be different, but I kind of built into just, like I said, kind of meat and potatoes, not flashy, and yeah, so it's kind of just taught me how to play a role, which... I'll be ever grateful for, so that's awesome. So, toughest guy to play against? Uh, probably Savoy. Yeah. Uh, he's oh, yeah. just, yeah. his speed and stuff, he's he's really good. I mean, there's lots of them. A guy I played with, too, and just didn't play against him, but, like, in practice and stuff, Ridley Gregg, he would he'd always light me up, so. Arp said that was the, one yeah. of his oh, tough yeah. choices, too. Tough to play against, yeah. What, was it, isn't he with Ottawa? Yeah. Playing currently with yeah, all of them. Yeah, they had him up and then they sent him back down. I thought he was going to stick. I really did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was going to stay in the... But that's all right. Uh, teammate. Who's who's one of the funnest teammates to play with with the Wee Kings? I mean, I'd say Zach Turner probably. Or Quinn Manti, uh, another defenseman there. All three of us got pretty close, so those guys were fun to play with. Yeah, same situation. Of course, you guys get billeted and all that stuff in, yeah. in, in Brandon. So uh, how was that for, for you uh, billeting in in the big city of, of Brandon. It was it was different actually to move to Brandon. I didn't think it would be since we're so close, but definitely adjusting to Brandon was different. But uh, I got a really nice billet family there with uh, three kids there, and it, it was good. They were really nice to me. So it's, it's always nice to go in with a couple of you know younger ones there. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> they give it to you after the game when yeah. you lose. <laughs> yeah. Your best friend the next day. So. Yeah. No, so that's why I always love having uh, little hockey kids around because, like you said, the, they hold nothing back. Mm-hmm. You know, your friends and your family will hold back. A li- kids don't. No. They, they don't will care. tell you. <laughs> yeah. They will tell you. Uh, so uh, speaking of family, uh, did uh, how was that playing in the WHL, having family? Uh, did, they, did they get to watch you lots there? Yeah, they definitely got to watch me yeah. lots, which was really nice. I mean... I grew up watching the Wee Kings, so I kind of always dreamed of playing there, and that came true, so that was nice, and it's yeah, definitely nice for them to be able to watch every home game. So, And, of course, uh, building some well friendships there and, and learning some things along the way and um, coming back to the Stampeders here uh, just before the, the deadline, or right around the deadline, I guess it was. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I guess maybe highs and lows, right? You know, you kind of kind of got to work through that as, you know, go from the WHL to the MJHL. You like it here. You really do. You can see it in your yep. face when you play out on the ice. You like it in Swan. Um, so the opportunity is there now for the St. Peters to get first overall uh, and go on a bit of a run here in, in the playoffs. So what did you, or what have you learned, what have you taken from the WHL to the St. Peters to maybe help some of the younger guys out? Uh, and to help your team along moving forward to the playoffs and into the playoffs? Uh, I would say just kind of have a positive mindset. It's like some games may not go your way, but you just kind of got to look on to the next one. And, yeah. Take a little building blocks. Yeah. I love those building blocks. Well, Barry always said it, get better each and every day, and if you don't, then you're going to be standing still. So <laughs> You've been described as the perfect defense defenseman to have on any team. Uh, stay at home, you know. Play the big hit if you can. Maybe toss a few fisticuffs if you can. Um, what did you do growing up to help you become that ultimate shutdown guy? Uh, I mean, I've, like I said, I've never been a real skill guy when I was younger, so I kind of just had to do the other things to keep moving up the levels, and I just kind of found that's where my niche is. That's, I don't, and I like doing it too, so, yeah. Yeah, I know the fans love it. <laughs> the fans love a big hit and a fight here in the yeah, Valley. Yeah, they yeah. really do. They love that hard-nosed hockey. Of course. I, I love it, too. I think it's the best hockey to play. 
that description of you being one of the best defensive defensemen in 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 the league is accurate. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. So from there, moving through the last couple of weeks, uh, the Stampeders. Well, I called them a wagon in my story. There, eight <laughs> eight for ten here. It's ridiculous. Um, Playing a better uh, defensive role, everybody's starting to uh, kind of clue into that a little bit more here, moving into the playoffs. Are you guys practicing that a lot more, or is it just uh, kind of clicking? I'd say a bit of both. Uh, I mean, we're definitely practicing it, and I think it's just coming as we go, so, yeah. So you being a defenseman, you know, you don't get too many points, except, you know, if you're like Adam Raysigle, you do. Or <laughs> Marcotte, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but you have picked up a couple of points since returning to the Stamps. Um, there's there's always the goal of scoring points and stuff. Uh, is that something that's on your mind at all, or is it just play your game? I, I never think about it, to be honest. <laughs> no, I never think about it. That's awesome. Yeah. So how's it been, uh, I guess under this hardworking team here that you're on uh, under Barry, Dakota, Darren, uh, that they've been building, well, all year and into the playoffs here, hopefully soon. Um, how's it been, like, playing for these guys? I mean, hands down, my favorite coaches ever, and I think they're doing a great job. Like, uh, Webby, Dak, and Wolfie do, yeah, an amazing job, and they push the boys really hard, so... Well, that's always key. That's yeah. Always key. <laughs> yeah. So, so Dakota, he's he's uh, won a couple of uh, championships there. You guys, you guys, get any little insight there from from him? <laughs> tips and tricks. Here, here tips and, there, and yeah. tricks. Here and there. And there. <laughs> so, what uh, what do you believe that the the source of the success for this this hockey team has been uh, this season? Uh, I mean, I think there's a lot of factors. I'd say our billets are huge. They play a huge part in that, for sure. And uh, Webby Dak and Wolfie for sure play a huge part in that. And just kind of gelling as a team as of right now. So, Absolutely. Kobe Grant, another big part of that. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's been like, uh, let's just say he's been uh, collecting the awards uh, last week. He got a couple from the league, a couple from us. Super 8 player mm -hmm. of the, uh, the week there, star of a week, original 16 player of the week, goalie of the year. Just yeah, that's all you can say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got that's, I got nothing to say. He's unreal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, he was. So you guys get back from. The, I got to tell this story because this one was epic. All three of us were there, so I have to tell this story. So you guys get back from Selkirk late Saturday night. You guys come out to the rink uh, to support the U11 yeah. team. See you guys in the second intermission. Go to talk to Kobe. Give him the old knuckles. Say good job, buddy. And he goes. You spelt that tweet wrong. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I'm just going to leave the here. And it should have been, I'm just going to leave this here. And of course, it was the standing, circled. So he's giving it to me. I'm like, well, I'm just going to take my knuckles back. So we're standing there, and Ricky comes over in the middle of the conversation, and he, he kind of goes, hey, what's up, everybody? And nobody says a word. Everybody just kind of like looks away. I'm just like, well, let me fill you in. Kobe's giving me a little uh, crappy crap here because I can't spell on Twitter. And these guys are talking to Jordan. There, you're all caught up. <laughs> it was pretty funny because I had funny. To... <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I feel bad for Ricky right now. I was so wondering, like, what the heck? <laughs> these guys say hi back and they just kind of just said nothing. And... <laughs> I, I feel even, even Cody I, ignored me yeah. a little bit and it took a while to fill me in. <laughs> it's almost like you guys were bad to see, uh, everybody, see me. Honestly, everybody just kind of looked at their feet. We're yeah. just like, what do you say to Ricky? We're starstruck. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> a uh, couple of last things here. Rapid fire. You want to do them? You do them. All right, you I'll do, do them. them. You do up the do rapid fires here. Uh, what's your favorite pregame meal? Uh, chicken and rice. Ooh, okay. Standard. Yep. Standard. Best movie? Uh, Lone Survivor. Oh, I didn't see that one coming. That's a good movie. Uh, worst dresser on the team? Throw Miles. Him on the bus. Miles. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> no question about it. <laughs> I, I agree after I saw him on Sunday. <laughs> uh, favorite team, least favorite team to play against? Uh, least favorite is definitely Way Way, and favorite probably Portage. Best country song? Uh, I love this bar by Toby Keith. 
Ooh, ooh. That's old. <laughs> I like the old country. Uh, favorite warm-up song? Honestly, I don't really listen to the warm-up music that much. I don't really hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Getting dialed. Yeah, really? really? I got it like all the way up to 100. Yeah. Getting dialed. Uh, best NHL jersey? Uh, Minnesota Wild. Ooh, they're North Star jerseys. Yeah, those yeah. are nice. Okay, so second last question. Uh, I guess maybe what's one thing you could tell listeners or, or uh, some of the younger hockey players out there uh, on why Swan Valley is just such a great place to, to play not only hockey, but to, to also live? I mean, yeah, I got no complaints about Swan. Like, everything's great. The community's great. You can tell that they love the Stamps and they're always supporting. And, yeah, I mean, everyone's kind in the community and the billets are great. So, And we got Jeremy. And we got Jeremy. Yeah, we got and we Jeremy. got Jeremy. He's like he's like your ultimate pump up guy. Yeah. You know, you're down, he'll get you up. Yep. Doesn't matter. He's That's always right. there. <laughs> and Jiggy and Marcel and all J- those yeah, guys. yeah. Marcel. Love his comments on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has got to be the best commenter I've ever. Seen that. I've seen that. <laughs> I love him. I'm not like there's some I have to delete. But they're those ones I'm leaving up there. Marcel gets. Uh, I think we know his favorite player, Jennings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Good old Marcel. Uh, I guess the last question we got. Uh, now I know. I know you're still young. You still got a lot of life left in you here. A lot of hockey ahead of you. But uh, have you thought about the future yet, or not yet? Uh, not really, to be honest. I mean. In terms of a career, probably a trade of some sort. I want to be working outside. And, yeah, I mean, other than that, I haven't really thought about it. I kind of live day to day, so. So are you more like an electrical or more like a, you're going to. I mean, probably plumbing and HVAC. I was kind of looking into, yeah. Big dollars, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if I had to do it all over again, I'd get into a trade. Yeah, I wouldn't. No? I know what I want to do already, and I'm 16, so. Well, you're doing it. Yeah, I'm already doing it. He's already doing it at 16, eh? Great job. Also why we started the Code Rick show. Mm -hmm. So there it is. Now people know. Yeah, I bet you Owen was 16. You you know, I was talking to Miles about that earlier, and I was like, there's no way he's 16. Like, I thought thought he was like 30, dude. I was like, oh my God. So we get a snack from our favorite uh, store down the road over there before we come here, and he ate like three quarters of it before we started. <laughs> yeah. And he just gobbled it down. Yeah. Aren't you surprised? No. Yeah, exactly. Not at all. <laughs> he has like four four meals before we start. <laughs> yeah. Grown boy. He's not done yet either. He's only 16. No. Yeah. He's got like a size 42 shoe. <laughs> yeah. I came to the bank today and some girl was actually really surprised that I was 16. And I was like, yeah, I get that a lot. Not surprised. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have my license yet. <laughs> All right, well, we want to thank you for uh, coming in, uh, spending some time here on uh, the Code Rick Show and listening to us knuckleheads for a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, good luck the rest of the way, and uh, go get a championship. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Swan River Quick Stop is locally owned and operated with a wide selection of baking goodies, buns, to full meals. Stop in today and grab a homemade meal from our deli. We offer breakfast sandwiches, soups, donuts, or pick up some snacks for the road. We have a stock freezer full of homemade beatniks, cabbage rolls, pierogies, and pre-made meals from local vendors. We also stock numerous barbecue items for your next meal. Find everything you are looking for at Quick Stop. Located at 1434 Main Street, Swan River, 204-734-4140. Did you know that the Swan Valley Star and Times offers both national and international passport, as well as PAL photo services? Walk-ins are available Monday to Friday from 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. If you are looking for a print job of any kind, the Star and Times can make it happen. Professionally designed and printed, we offer competitive pricing to anywhere you'll find online. Business cards, signage, menus to personalize calendars and Christmas cards, the Star and Times is here to help bring your print job to life. We're just a mouse click away. In addition to hard copy subscriptions, the Star and Times offers online subscriptions. Stop by or call us today at 1204-734-3858. For just $39.99 or $0.77 a week, you'll receive a full year of dedicated local coverage found nowhere else. skate and snow can get you dressed from head to toe all year long 
Whether you're a snowboarder, a skateboarder, or even a hockey player, find us online at rumorsskateshop.com or stop in at 505 Main Street in Swan River. Rumors has everything from keeping your boys in place to all kinds of amazing shoes, sweaters, and hats. Top quality, name brand clothing, and so much more. Rumors Skate and Snow, 204-734-4411. Welcome back inside the Code Rick Show, chatting with our good buddy there, Owen Harris. He's always a blast to talk to, that guy. His brother was a gem uh, playing for the Stampeders many, many years ago, and of course uh, being on that massive run uh, in uh, the MJHL finals against Portage. uh, He had uh, some WHL experience. Of course, Harris has some WHL experience, so it's like the Harris brothers. They just love playing here. It's just too bad there wasn't any more coming up the line. Hey, we can all got them here, too. Yeah. That would have been something for us, for sure. Maybe a little bit of extra boost for the stamps or something <laughs> like that, you know. Not hinting at anyone in the WHL right now, you know. No, we're just looking for another Harris brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, we said we were going to talk uh, some stamps. Uh, we didn't get to it right off the hop. Uh, things are kind of rearranged here at the show, but uh, hey, it doesn't matter. We're going to get to it anyway because we're going to talk stamp heaters. Uh, then we're going to talk about uh, Kobe Grant. So, let's start off with the stamp heaters. Uh, let's call them a wagon lately, too. Yeah, that's right. Uh, four of the last five, eight out of their last ten. A little blip there against the Winnipeg Freeze. Not really sure what happened that we night. We don't talk about that. We are sweeping that one under the rug. <laughs> there it goes. And we'll never talk mind. about that one again. No, we don't talk about that, that one. That one's locked down. I don't even know what happened that night. So Were you there? Because I wasn't. No, I, I wasn't there. I have no idea what you're no, talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. Exactly. So, uh, three wins, uh, three games last week, uh, which mm-hmm. was uh, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, Nipawa, and uh, who else do we have this weekend? It was Steinbeck, uh, Niverville. It's just, it's, we're not, we'll talk about that next weekend. But yeah. uh, the ones I want to talk about, of course, were uh, the three games that uh, Kobe Grant started. Yeah. Of course, uh, the big win against Dolphin, which was really cool because that was an afternoon game. Our student Our game. first ever student. Yeah. There's a lot of firsts happening this year, yeah. okay? Yeah. So we had uh, the, the first ever student game. Before that, of course, we had Hockey is for Everyone night. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still a few things to come yet this year, yeah. uh, So which is kind of neat, but uh, a lot of firsts. So how did you, uh, you were at the student game. Yep. I know I, I tried to get you to get that crowd loud and win some chips and stuff. Yeah, no, no. I didn't get any chips. I threw them up there. Yeah, I, I swear. I, I went any. up. <laughs> I didn't get any. <laughs> I think I threw them at Boychuck on the yeah, way up to the top there. Did. Yeah, I think I got them on the way up too. Smoke them in the nose. I think I got a young girl over there. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. You know when you when when you're throwing chips and they all start to wave their hand and they go me 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 yeah. me and then you throw the chips and they don't catch it and it hits them in the face. You're like, okay, do I feel sorry? Or is it just your fault? See, I'm just like, you should catch it. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like, yeah give it here. <laughs> Dunk, right in the face. <laughs> but it was wild. So, of course, uh, that was a big win for the for the Stamps there. It was at uh, 4-3, another one-goal game. Yeah. Uh, then on to uh, Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. And that was an 8-1 thumping there. They uh, got down one nothing, scored eight straight goals, uh, one penalty shot, one shorthanded. It's just wild. What the Stampeders can do, and it's yeah. not the five-on-five scoring has always been there and will always be there. Yeah. Uh, the power play needs to click a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I agree. You know how scary the Stampeders are when they're leading the league in shorthanded goals. Yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting stat to talk about. That well, when crazy. you got guys like Keck and Jones that could burn your defense that are standing still because you're power play, right? Yeah. Speaking you're going to get those chances. Speaking of Jacob Jones, I think he's been the best MGHL player lately in the past two weeks here. He's been a big reason why <laughs> the Stamps have been producing in the point in, in the goal production there. Absolutely they are, yeah. Of course, he had that five-point night against Nipawa that last yeah, week. Yeah, three goals, two assists. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then... That jumped him right up in the uh, league stand. Yeah, things. a little fun fact that I dug out of the closet there. Um, the Stamps have three guys in the top ten in scoring. And, of course, they're Trey Sauter... Justin Keck and Jacob Jones. 
Jones is fourth. I think Keck's seventh, and Trey's like eighth or ninth or tenth. Anyways, the last time the Stamps had three guys in the top ten was the 18-19 season, the season that everyone remembers being the season the Stamps went all the way to the finals to lose Game 7. Absolutely. So, and of course, you look at another one in having one of the best goaltenders in the league in Kobe Grant. Yep. 18-19 had Merrick Pipes. Right. So, I'm just saying. I'm just like, let's go! (laughs) I want the playoffs to start right now! Let's go! I'm not saying anything's going to happen. I'm just saying that it kind of is a puzzle piece. Right. Right. So, t- take that in consideration, ladies and gentlemen. So. Th- there you go. He's <clears throat> bold predictions. These bold predictions yep. we have. Yep. Uh, so let's uh, <laughs> let's quickly talk about the hockey for uh, everyone. Every single one of the jerseys, every one of them sold. That's that's pretty good. It's amazing, right? Yeah. So that's pretty cool stuff. So uh, we're already looking at uh, doing a couple more games like that for for next year. That'd be awesome. So that'd be great. But I just wanted to thank everybody uh, out there who who purchased one of those. Um, Kobe Grant. Let's talk about his three awards and then our bold predictions uh, before we head off to uh, our our uh, another break here. So Kobe Grant picking up, um, let's just say three, four, four awards. Uh, a couple of those pretty major. The other ones were just for me, so <laughs> you know it doesn't really matter. What uh, I gave him the the Super Eight uh, Player of the Week, and of course the first star of the week. Uh, the league came along and gave him an original sixteen star of the week, yeah. and of course uh, he was named the goaltender of the year of the year by the Manitoba Junior Hockey League. How can you not? What the most deserving of the, the award, in my opinion, he's been he the has been the Swan Valley Stampeders for, since day one, so. Uh, I think he has a 931 save percentage now, 2.74 goals against average. <clears throat> in my mind, he's the best goaltender in the league, and it's not even close. Uh, second in the league to only Aiden uh, Como of Winkler, which is a 935. Mm-hmm. That's pretty disgusting, too. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. What happened? Yeah. He hasn't played that many games either. No, which no. He's a rookie. Uh, su- surprisingly probably, yeah. enough, he's only got 11 games, yeah. but... Whatever. Yeah. Still impressive. Yeah. But right. there you go. I thought he was going to get the MVP. <laughs> man. And man, it was it was close, man. Kobe Grant. You know, I don't want to be that guy that goes on Twitter and be like, oh, he got snubbed. <laughs> he was up against a lot of good talent. Oh, yeah. He really was. Look at Lucas Brennan. Yeah. Uh, what does he have, like 70-some points? 80-some? 79, 70, I don't know. Yeah, I don't who know. was the other night? I don't know. He gets, he gets like MVP? 10 every night, so it doesn't matter. You can count 52 <laughs> now, and, and tomorrow he'll have 83. So. Yeah. Um, but no, he he got the uh, uh, Mr. Brennan got the the MVP over top of uh, Kobe. But uh, I thought Kobe had a really good chance at that one too. Oh, so sure. whoever made those calls had very tough decisions yeah. this year. Oh yeah, to yeah. to even do that. So I believe the people that chose were the head coaches of the MGHL. That was the vote. that was a tough one. Yeah, that was a tough one. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to go against Brendan, and it was very hard to go against Kobe Grant and, yeah. and a couple of other names there that uh, I just don't want to uh, say right now because we're going to get some in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. you don't get name drops. <laughs> anyway. uh, that leaves us to our last uh, little thing here before we head off to the next break, and that is your bold prediction heading into the playoffs. Mm, that's a good one. <clears throat> bold predictions. A bold prediction. Bold, we kind of already know what the East is gonna. <laughs> Looking like yeah. looks like Portage, Neverville, Steinbach, Winkler. I don't think that's going to change much. And if Winkler can catch Steinbach, doesn't matter. It doesn't change anything anyway that way. So this is home ice advantage. You want a bold prediction for the MJHL? I want the East. I want the. Well, we already got. You already kind of know who the East is. But who do you think is going to win out of the East? If it if the playoffs started today, who would win out of the East? You know what? I'm saying the Winkler Flyers. They are an underdog, my friend. I said the Winkler Flyers because you look at their goaltending, Malachi Klassen, who is a goaltender of the year nominee with Kobe Grant, and then you look at the young talent they have in Jace Lee Garden, um, the leaders, Zach Nicholas, uh, Trent Sambrook. That's bold, my friend. I'm telling you right now, I think the Winkler Flyers have a legit chance to make it all the way to the MJHL final. I'll start with my biased opinion and say the Stamps make it out of the Stamps? West. But my unbiased opinion I think the team that has really impressed me the most has been the Verdon Oil Capitals coming out of nowhere yeah I think they're the best team in the West obviously behind the Stamps in the past two weeks or so Um, Verdon has been a big reason 
like why the stamps are kind of right where they are. Right where they They're, are. They've been helping us. They've been helping them out lately. And well, stamps play two games against them. Then yeah, the year. they are. <laughs> so you'll they, know right away. Yeah, you, you will know right away yep. how that's all going to match up. But uh, so those are bold predictions. Yeah. So stamps and Verdon. So your bias and your unbiased, and then you went with Winkler out of the East. I'm going to say. It's going to be Steinbach out of the East. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're going to end up uh, coming out of there. And I'm going to say Swan and or Verdon. Okay. Okay. These are tough. These are tough calls. These are tough decisions. Yeah. So don't don't yell at us if this doesn't happen, okay? We're going to get yelled we're at just, because we didn't say Portage. But hey, that's... Who? who? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll be back right after this. Looking for the perfect gift for that special someone? Or a nice bouquet of flowers for your occasion? Sunshine Flower and Gifts has you covered. We stock numerous trinkets, gift ideas, and so much more. We also stock the best quality flowers for any event. Stop in or call us for all your flower needs today. Sunshine Flower and Gifts, 405 Westwood Road, 204-734-9553. Sapatuea Gas Bar and Convenience Store is a proud supporter of many local activities across the valley. Stop in today and grab your snacks for the road or fuel for your vehicle. Sign up for Petro Points online and earn back every purchase. Our professional staff is happy to help serve you daily. We offer the best prices and are open from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. and from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. for self-serve needs. Sapatuea Gas Bar and Convenience Store located at 703 Main Street, Swan River. Welcome back inside the Code Rick Show. We are joined by the one and only Swan Riverite. It's Jackson Betcher. How you doing? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So we pulled you away from the job site here to get you on the <laughs> on the show. So hopefully your boss doesn't come after me. You're fine. He'll be coming after me. Like, hey, keep my guys on the job site. <laughs> yeah. hey? I don't even know where to start here. Should we start? Should we start right back at the beginning? Sure. You yeah. want to start right back at the beginning me. here? Yeah. So yeah. of course, uh, born raised in Swan River. Um, Growing up uh, in the valley, playing your hockey, your minor hockey here. Yeah. Um, do you remember some of those days? Some of the coaches from way back when? Yeah, those those were the good days. That was when you could really do whatever you want when you're playing hockey and have fun after games and do really whatever in the hotel. And my dad was my coach growing up, so that was always cool. And playing with all my school buddies and playing with Carter Coburn, obviously through all the way up till junior. So. Definitely remember. Good, good memories from then, that's for sure. So did you both play uh, AAA? Yeah, we both played Bantam AAA together All the way and Midget through, AAA hey? together. Yeah. Now that's something I didn't even look up, so I had to ask. Oh, oh we played. Good. I bet you if you look up, I scroll down there, you can see how many years together we played. I bet you it's... So there's, there's from 14 to 18, and then you guys played right through until your last uh, year here, which was 2022, so... Yeah. And then again with Axman. But, and I mean, it, I played it, with him. Yeah. All minor hockey, every team, we're on the same team together. So hmm. so if there's one, there's got, the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you two have been thrown under the bus a few times has been uh, part of this whole Goof Troop B uh, category in the in the dressing room. I think it was you well, and Tino and Coburn. And, oh, me and Tino for sure. I could see that. Yep. Oh, uh, those are some good old days, that's for sure. So, I, I mean, hockey is, is one thing, but what was it like for you personally uh, growing up in the Valley, playing here, going to Parkland, and then coming back mm -hmm. to play for the Stampeders, your hometown team? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was cool for sure, uh, watching the Stamps growing up. Obviously, you want to play for them when you're older, and not every guy gets to say that they played for their hometown team, so that's pretty cool. I'm very honored I got to do that, and... Yeah, making it at 17, you know, I wasn't planning on anything. I didn't have any plans. I was just going to tryouts, hoping I could do something. And if I didn't make it, I was going to go back to Dauphin and Midget. And who knows what happens after that, really. Could have ended up anywhere. So, Well, at that, age, good. at that age, right? You yeah. can, you know, 18, you can kind of do that whole, yeah, I exactly. can go anywhere yeah. Yeah. thing. So, no, it, I'm glad it worked out mm -hmm. because uh, you were always a treat to watch on the ice. Uh, you always had that tip. Tilt advisor <laughs> yeah, thing going down. What I was did, that all about? I, I don't know. Me and Tanner Glass rode along 
when was that? My 18 year old year, we his dad bought us these special visors that were really skinny, and we wanted to tilt our visors, so we did it one game, and I guess it kind of just stuck. And we you think you this. still do it with the <laughs> yeah, axman? Still. It's yeah. still tilted <laughs> to this day. Yeah, we I probably get the ref probably talks to me once a game, tells me tells me to put it down, but. You just tell them it's locked in. That <laughs> it's not going anywhere. <laughs> Actually, I was watching uh, a hockey game here last night. Uh, Curtis Lazar had a pink visor on. A tinted visor? It was, it was pink. Hmm. I'm sure it was Lazar hmm. on the bench. Yeah, I'm just like, this is super odd. Well, I, know, well, I know a few NHLers that do that. I know Gallagher does it. He's... I'd wear a tinted visor if I could. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. But The blue? Hey, I can't <laughs> see. <laughs> Might as well just take mine off at this point. Yeah, now that rule is changing too here yeah. uh, coming next year. I think the whole bucket, the cage is coming too. Yeah, that's. I wouldn't enjoy that, but. No, I didn't think so. Especially if you started with a visor and then you have to go back to a cage, that would suck. But. Yeah. I don't know. I I understand the ruling and 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 the scenario that they're saying, but. Yeah. It's very highly unlikely that you're going to get stick twice in the face yeah, in, exactly. in the year. It's, yeah. it, it happens, but it doesn't. So. It's pretty rare. Knock on wood. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. So here with the Stampeders, um, quickly doing math here, you got, well, 150, 160 plus playoffs. Mm-hmm. Is there one game that stands out to you uh, that you're like, I'll never forget this game ever in my life? Uh, that's tough. My first year we had quite the team and some pretty crazy games, so I'm sure there was a couple then. I remember the one game, I think it was against Wei Wei. And I believe we were down like 5-1 going into the third. And we came back and Josh Josh Tripp scored the overtime winner. And it was a crazy goal. And the, I just remember the fans in Swan were going nuts. And it, it, it was like a picture at the end of the game. And it was kind of yeah. like the Bobby Orr goal. Like he, Josh was diving in the air kind of. That was one of the, the uh, for the fans photos that uh, Danielle got. Mm-hmm. She was like right behind. She was like Johnny yeah. on the spot for this uh, photo. And... I don't think anybody will ever forget that if yeah, I ever posted it again. The picture. Yeah. I remember that. I was at like he was like on his knees. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there it is. That's it right there. Yeah. Like the Bobby Orr. Yeah, one. literally Bobby Orr. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was quite the game. Yeah, that was that was what we call the big team. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was an unreal. Yeah, that was a wagon. Um, yeah. A wagon. <laughs> that was a wagon. That's right. Yeah. 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 I don't think that's description. If you look it up on uh, Elite Prospects, it'll put uh, there's a picture of a wagon yeah. beside this team. Yeah. So out of that entire season, that was a wild one. Yeah. Um, I guess what were the highs? What were the lows uh, for you personally? I mean, I, I know one of the lows are going to be losing in Game Seven, but yeah. throw that out the door. Yeah. What was one of the big things that you picked up from that year and be like, oh, this is cool, and I, you know, I might use this for the rest of my um, life, kind of thing. Just being around a team like that, I guess. I mean, I was never used to that. I never really played on a team like that before until then, so that was really cool. And getting a chance to play with literally probably the, some of the top guys in the league easily, with the Josh and Gofels and Osadic and Sudam and the list goes on, so. To learn from those guys and look up to them was definitely helpful and see how they carry themselves, see how they play and know the tricks of the game is something I definitely took from them and pretty cool year. It was it was it was a very, very <coughs> strong team. I'm looking at the list of players in front of me. You had like Tanner Glassroot that year. Um was was unreal. Um, I, I remember Danielle taking a few of his pictures uh, when he was going to hit people, yeah. and he would like he hit would them, hit and they were like sideways <laughs> in the air, and Seven he would like tall and, <laughs> and, and that one. He reminds me. Back. He reminds me of that guy in, in wrestling with it was Enzo and Kaz. He's seven feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I look at him, he reminds me of this Kaz guy. So oh, he's pretty good. No, but like you had, you had Harrison Coleman and and Hurst and like yeah. Tucker Scantlebury come over at the deadline, and he was a card. Pipes, he was unreal too. Playing with Carter all the way through, moving up into the Axeman, mm-hmm. which you're playing for now. Yep. Um, I guess what's that like? You're playing with Josh Tripp there too, and mm-hmm. I mean those. Every time I looked at the stats, like you guys, every game it would be like, okay, they got like 14, okay, and then carry the three, and then okay, there's 22 that night, these guys, like they're unbelievable. Yeah, it's quite something to see those two playing a line together, and it's it's good hockey too, like 
people, I don't know, you say you're playing senior hockey, they kind of just think it's kind of like beer league. But well, that's our exactly league, what our league's is. pretty strong, and the top four teams in that league are they got ex junior guys, ex dub guys, ex pro guys. So starting it's to look different, like, but it's, it's definitely it's pretty fun. I'm enjoying it. Starting to look a lot like the old Saskatchewan league. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where I come from, they like pay guys to play. And oh it's yeah. Just that's, like, it's ridiculous amounts of money for yeah. these guys to come in and yeah. like stack this team up, and they want to win. There's definitely some teams that are dishing out some money for sure. I'm pretty sure Cody Allison plays for a team in the Saskatchewan League now, right? Yeah, Bell Caris. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty solid. I heard. And they just picked up Cody Straker. Yeah, right? they did. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. <laughs> Tough guy. Like, don't play them. Whatever you do, don't play them. Yeah, you know, save your visor. Tilt that thing right up, eh? <laughs> He'll be coming for it. He likes to break them things pretty easily. So play, you know, playing with the Axemen, um, I guess you're, you're working in town. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're doing uh, the old, uh, what is it, carpentry? Yeah, or? yeah. doing like, my apprenticeship for carpentry. So where are you going to school for that? I go to Red River in Winnipeg. Okay. It's just two months, two months every level. So I go there for two months, and I go to work for a year, and then go back for two months for four levels, and then write my ticket for my journeyman, and, and I'm done. So then what? Your own your own business? I guess. I don't know. Down the kick, road. Kick your parents out of the house and say, <laughs> go retire, and I'm taking the house. <laughs> That'd be nice. But... It's paid for. Hey, yeah. just, just move in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Trip and Colbert, and yeah. everybody's coming to his party house. Yeah. That house, yeah. yeah. <laughs> walk down the rink, or walk down the street there and go to the rink for practice, eh? Yeah, no, that's good stuff. So from, from Swan, uh, the crazy, crazy years uh, here in the Valley... Uh, you had an opportunity to to further on. Uh, you moved to to sign back at mm-hmm. the, at the deadline, your twentieth year. Yeah. You guys went on a another hell of a run there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess maybe what was the mindset there, and uh, you know, a perfect opportunity for any twenty year old, uh, you know, maybe to move away from home, mm-hmm. and, and you took that choice. Yeah. That was your own choice, yeah. and and of course uh, you moved on, and you went with Steinbeck, and they went on yeah. a great run. Damn dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> no but. But no, how was that for you? Like moving away from home, uh, you've been with the team for that many years. Yeah. Uh, what was that like? A little different? Oh, for sure. It was, it was a tough decision. And it was something I was thinking about for a while. And I saw opportunity that I could have a chance to go for a championship in my last year. So I, I went for it, I guess. And I'm definitely glad I did that. And it was a good experience. And I love my time down there. But it was, it was definitely weird leaving swan and leaving home and the stamps and all the guys i knew and the organization which was very good to me and yeah it was quite a time down there and quite the run we went on but came up short once again i guess (laughs) (laughs) i don't know sometimes that black cloud just follows everybody eh? cursed i guess i don't i wouldn't (laughs) say cursed it's just it just doesn't go your way and, and you know like like you said there's there's how many hockey teams out there and how many kids play on these hockey teams and not one of them will either win back to back or even have an opportunity at championship. Yeah. And you did it back to back. You had an opportunity. Yep. Yeah. And it was pretty crazy. It's definitely pretty rare, and it's I was definitely pretty grateful to be in that situation. So. Plus, you were on the big screen down there too. Times, <laughs> eh? <laughs> we should uh, just go down there one night and just uh, take that off the wall. Bring her back to Swan. What screen? It's not our. Yeah. We don't know what it is. Be nice in the rink here. <laughs> So uh, I guess maybe the the kind of an odd question here, but uh, looking towards your future, uh, you've done the minor hockey, you've done the Parkland AAA, you've done the Junior A experience, working with the uh, the Axman now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what what's the future? Uh, oh. Business, own a business, just get through your schooling, play a few more years with the Axman, try not to lose a few teeth. <laughs> Don't say that. Hopefully not. <laughs> Hey, it can happen at any time. Speaking into existence here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I haven't really thought too much about that, to be honest. But I guess, yeah, I finished school, keep playing Axman until I can't anymore, I guess, and keep working away. Until you get old and gray like me. Yeah. Yeah, and then your knees don't work as good as they used to. <laughs> yeah. I need those for what I'm doing, so. Well, well, then don't wreck them. Okay? <laughs> well, you're a lot younger. You'll get in for surgery faster than I would. That's for sure. So, I guess uh, this past weekend, um, speaking of you being from Swan River, uh, a couple of big, big, big wins here for uh, a couple of teams. Uh, 
So the high school team won, moved on to the second round, so yeah. that was pretty cool. Uh, the U15s won gold in uh, Provincials and Landmark, and then the U11s uh, won their home Provincial tournament, and mm -hmm. they got uh, uh, gold there. And of course, uh, you probably know the coach, Trevor Warburton, yep. was, was the coach. His little boy there, Trip boy, he can play. Yeah, they quit the players. Holy God. That, yeah. You want to talk about a wagon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. I was talking to some of the parents from that team, and uh, they're like, they've only lost like four games all year, and those were like double A tournaments. Yeah, yeah, he buzzes around up there. And I'm like, mm -hmm. he's like the next Jackson Betcher, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but as a forward, <laughs> he motors just like you do. He's got the same kind of stride, yeah. and I'm like, that's a young Jackson Betcher. <laughs> there he goes. Well, hopefully he can do more of this career than me. <laughs> <laughs> you might get that championship, eh? Yeah, no kidding. He already did. Well, he's already, got, he's, he's already got one. I never got one of those. Two silvers, though. There's Ooh, another There's another know. championship loss right there. Two hey? silver medals. Jeez. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? See, you should have probably brought the visor down. Yeah. Hey, engage. Yeah. A little engage there. It was a treat watching you, though. And Thank when you. you you were playing for the Stamps. Obviously, two years were kind of cut short. Yeah, there. that was, wasn't the greatest time, but... Yeah, COVID screwed everyone over yeah, there. I think yeah, we had, we had two really good teams, too. So mm -hmm. that one year we got cut short in playoffs, I thought we definitely had a chance to make another run. And then the next year we had solid returning guys coming back, and we had, I think we only played like eight games or something like that, so that sucked, but... Everyone went through it, so everyone was in the same boat, I guess. Yeah, and now you're with the Axemen. Obviously, love seeing that happen. I've watched a few games. And yeah, it's good. The crowds are big, and fans are nuts, actually. They pack the Thomas <laughs> Barn, so it's good to see. They love it. It's actually really good hockey to well, watch. Well, I've been trying to get out there uh, all year, but you guys seem to, like, always schedule it when the, when the Stamps are playing. Yeah, it, it it's, just, it just, it's, it's just how it works. Yeah, it's tough. But uh, I finally got to get out to one of the games, and of course it was a playoff game mm -hmm. against Theodore. Yeah. So I'm out there, I took my camera, and I'm snapping some pictures, and I'm just like, oh, I miss senior hockey. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's fun to watch. And there's, there's a difference between junior A yeah. and senior hockey. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There is a big difference. Mm -hmm. Age is one of them. And of course, it's a little bit slower. Mm -hmm. um, Not as structured. Yeah, but it's more still, run and gun kind of. But it, that's exactly yeah. right. It makes it interesting. I was gonna say it's kind of like a junior B style of game where it's it is that yeah. run and gun, yeah. and it's and if you have fast players, you have a really good chance oh, of winning. Yeah, yeah. and tough players. Well, you gotta have some tough ones. Bron, <laughs> yeah. Bron's there for you. Yeah. You got yeah. Bronny and Kramer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are two guys I wouldn't want to meet in a back alley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they can throw them. That's for sure. The big tough boys, but. Uh, yeah, like it's it's just it's just fun to watch. So I got to finally go out there and I looked in the crowd. I'm just like, there wasn't a spot to sit in that oh, Minnetonas yeah. rink, and it was like standing room only. That horn is loud too. Eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was sat right beside it. Yeah. Medill's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good purchase there. They call it the loudest horn in north in the north. So north central, yeah. in north central, or <laughs> the Sask East. Sorry, I guess that's what it's called now. Switch leagues. So, well, it's pretty much the same thing. It's just another letter. That's all that is. Yeah. But, but no, like it's it's a lot. Like you said, a lot of uh, junior hockey players, mm -hmm. uh, ex junior hockey yeah. players, uh, on those teams. Uh, I was looking at um, the Theodore Buffaloes and Taphorn. Yeah, yeah. I think he played I with played Yorkton. WHL too. For, yeah, played with three Tristan years. Yeah, yeah. Langer. Yeah, played with my cousin. Yeah, in WHL. So for Moose Jaw. Yeah. Yeah, like he's he's just an uh, he's a beast. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. And I'm just like, why are you playing senior hockey? Like, and then I looked up his who he was and what his age group. I'm like, okay, well, that's why he's playing senior hockey. Like, I thought he was still young enough, oh, like yeah. you guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, no, he's not. He's yeah. he's older. Yeah, he's a year older than me. Yeah, they're they older than me, I guess. Keenan and Caden. I, yeah, I don't even know who's a bigger one though. Keenan they were twins, twins, weren't they? They're, yeah, 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 they were twins. Yeah. yeah, there's but there's one big one. I think one's taller than the other. I know watching in that. Well, this game. was the tall one. Yeah, the bigger one. Because I had to look up at him. Yeah. And I'm 5'10, so. Yeah. <laughs> you have to look up to a lot of people. Yeah, you. <laughs> Anybody who's six feet, I got to look up to. Yeah. Anybody. But no, we uh, we, we want to thank you for uh, popping in here and uh, BSing with us and, yep. uh, you know, catching up on some 
good old times here because, uh, like he, uh, Ricky said, it was it was always fantastic to watch you on the ice, and of course, being a local product, a lot of uh, local kids looking mm -hmm. up to you. So, um, no, it was great. Uh, thanks for coming in. Yeah, uh, good luck uh, with the Axman. Thank you. Don't lose any teeth. <laughs> Pull that visor down. <laughs> I'm going to be like the mom and dad yeah, here, eh? Get that visor down! <laughs> and, uh, and good luck with your uh, future career. Thank you. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Thanks yeah. for having me, guys. Looking for the perfect gift for that special someone? Or a nice bouquet of flowers for your occasion? Sunshine Flower and Gifts has you covered. We stock numerous trinkets, gift ideas, and so much more. We also stock the best quality flowers for any event. Stop in or call us for all your flower needs today. Sunshine Flower and Gifts, 405 Westwood Road, 204-734-9553. When it comes to keeping your precious cargo safe, there's only one place you can trust, Cal Tire. Our friendly staff will ensure your vehicle is properly maintained and give you peace of mind while behind the wheel. We perform a thorough vehicle and tire inspection to ensure your vehicle is safe for the road. Get your vehicle ready for the spring-summer season with a full vehicle inspection, an oil change, or a tire rotation. Call to book your appointment now. Open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. with a 24-hour emergency service. Cal Tire, 201 4th Avenue North, 204-734-4088. Welcome back inside the uh, Code Rick Show here. We are here to give you the trivia question and uh, close off this show because it's uh, been a fantastic one. And I don't know what else we can do to razzle-dazzle. Mm, end it off with a trivia question is what we can do. That's how we're going to razzle-dazzle because <laughs> nope. we've got a Code Rick Show t-shirt with your name on it. All you have to do is simply answer this question. When was the last time the Stampeders... And, okay, you got to name who it is and what year it was. When was the last time a Stampeder goalie won the top goaltender of the year, and what was his name? What so, year? So it's not that? it's not Kobe Grant. It's not Kobe Grant. So it, it's the previous Stampeder goaltender who won the goaltender of the year award in the uh, MJHL. Mm -hmm. So what year and which goaltender was that? We'll give you a hint. He was a local guy. Yep. That's all we can say. Mm -hmm. Do you have the answer to uh, this week's skill testing trivia question? Email it in to the Code Rick Show. At gmail.com. It's truly that easy. It's very simple. So yeah. it's, it's like, a, here's a free t-shirt. Yeah, exactly. So get your answers in. That is going to do it for us. Uh, we've had a uh, very busy show, very busy week, mm -hmm. and uh, hopefully we can uh, bring you another one next week, depending on schedules. That's right. Because yep. <laughs> it's playoff hockey, baby. I'm right, yep. And things That's can right. change in a hurry, but mm -hmm. uh, we'll hope to see you here again next week. <laughs>